good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Cody Cup, Hidney Cup, Because all the hippies are trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Karagi, to all my friends and relatives in four directions, you are listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. Hey, we discuss local and national Native news and events, and as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You are right, Dega. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, it's Fun Fact Friday. Uh, Wendy will be on in a little bit, but we are starting off with the great state senator of Minnesota, Mary Kunish. And thank you so much, state senator, for coming in and uh, checking in every Friday. It's uh, our honor and our listeners' honor to really hear uh, what you have to say, what you're doing, and how positive you already you always are. So, welcome. Thank you, everybody. Oh, it's nice. It's nice to be here and see all of you again. It's been a few um, weeks in between all of the the Thanksgiving and other events, and so yeah, it's good to be back. You know, uh, I, I I I saw this uh, uh, post you sent us. I, I don't know if you want to talk about that, but I thought it was so cool that. Uh, that your father had that card. I, do you want to? Do you want to yeah. talk about that really cool? Because I wanted to make a a copy of it. <laughs> oh, so cool! Um, so really excited to have made a, a family um, discovery. So my my dad um, passed away a number of years ago, almost almost forty years ago. He was um, hit by a car riding his bicycle. And I was just in my early 20s, and my mom was left with a a couple of my younger brothers and sisters. And so, you know, we have some of his things still kind of stashed away. And my oldest brother is is sort of the keeper of the goods. And um, uh, he brought down to me the other day this red card, um, and it's in almost pristine condition, and it is his membership card to the American Indian Movement. Yeah. And I don't there's not a date on it, so I wish I wish I had a date, but I know it would have it would have been in the you know, um during the time that AIM was was kind of created and the work that they were doing because I remember my parents talking about it all the time. And listening to the news and what was going on with with all of that, so you know that would have been what in the '60s, the late '60s, early '70s. Yeah. Um, but it's a red card, and it gives the address of 1337 East Franklin Avenue, which I think and I looked that address up to see if that building was still there. Um, I think it's the Aldi's grocery store on the corner there. Yeah, it. Uh, they had that. Yeah, they had that uh, office there for many years that was basically across the street from uh, the Four Sisters Market and uh, uh, out there where Aldi's is, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's really just cool cool to see and uh, know that your father, your late father, was really into it. So you had to be in AIM before 1978 because that's uh, our 70, well, geez, 73 if it was 40 years, or 83 is, is 40 years ago. Oh, and maybe it was more than that. But, you know, on the side, it says expires at will. So (laughs) I saw that here. I I don't know. It's here's the picture of it to show. Well, you I already did send that to you, but it had some numbers on there that phone numbers, I think, with a three, three, three start to the number. I don't know what three, three, three. Do you know what area that is? No, not off the top of my head, but I bet you Haley will find it real quick. (laughs) <laughs> there's like there's four different phone numbers on it and it says Minneapolis but yeah that's um that's a family heirloom and um I know uh that you're still really active in that I don't know if Haley was um Ogama 
of course, was active in it, and she did some of those night patrols. Yeah. And when we had the George Floyd situation, and I got a lot of phone calls during that time, especially in the middle of the night, things happening, and contact so-and-so and and tell somebody else this. But, um, yeah, I'm just really proud to have found that. You know, my dad was not Native. He's actually half Czech and, and half Scottish. Wow. But he he was very tuned into the issues of uh, of the American Indians, really a lot here in Minnesota. He used to do a lot of pro bono work, and I wish I could remember which tribes he would work with. I know Mille Lacs for sure, but he was a lawyer, and he did a lot of um, pro bono work, and then also was the director of a program called Rural Crime and Justice. And so, yeah, he traveled all over up north, and um, I remember him taking us with him to get us all out of the house, I'm sure, to give my mom a break. And Mm. so, um, you know, he he was very tuned into what was going on, and I think uh, the social justice part of it was very, very important to him, having heard what, like, my grandfather, my mom's father, um, went through growing up out on the Standing Rock reservation and then moving here to Minnesota and, and, you know, basically building a whole new life. So yeah, Yeah. it was a treasure. That's awesome. So uh, before we get into what, what you've been doing, I, I wonder, I had uh, well, it'll be tomorrow will be a week that I had COVID and my first time. And it is out there. I hear, I don't know if you've experienced that state Senator, but uh, there's a lot of COVID going on out there. Well, I have I am have yet to test positive for um, for COVID. <laughs> Knock on wood. Right. But I also have not gotten my um, booster, and I've been meaning to. It's just been crazy busy for us here. Um, so I, I'm going to plan on on doing that in the next couple. Well, for sure by the end of this next week, and get that mm-hmm. out of the way because that's the last thing I want to do. Are you feeling okay? Yeah, well, it, you want the funny story, and I've said this already on the air, but uh, Saturday I wasn't feeling that well, and I thought, geez, I'm kind of coming down with something. And then Dr. Stately stopped by with a reef and uh, that we bought through it for his son's uh, hockey team, and he goes, well, want, have you tested for COVID? And Wendy and I like looked at you and said no, and so we did. And I tested for COVID, and then um, – uh, he he said to get a hold of the doctor. He took he took a, I can't remember what it's called, uh, plaxivoid, and really Sunday was my only down day, and all the rest of the days I've been feeling about ninety percent. So I'm vaccinated uh, all the way up to. So I'm sure that helps, and it really helped uh, taking that uh, that drug that uh, you take if you find out you have COVID. So the symptoms were like one day I was in bed, and the rest is like. But uh, tonight's going to be the first night that uh, I'm going to leave the house and I'm gonna, Wendy and I will be masked along with Haley and we're going to see uh, my uh, my Hinu uh, who's in a play tonight, a new native theater play that's uh, opening tonight and uh, we're excited to go and I'm excited to get out of the house for the first time in almost a week. Yeah, it really knocks you on your keys or didn't, have you now tra- um, tested negative? No, it's the antibodies are going to be in you for a while. And that's that's why also I'll be wearing a mask. But you only – what they say is that you have to uh, quarantine. And Wendy's been quarantined too for the five days. She doesn't have it. And then you have five days after that where you should mask up and uh, be careful who you're, uh, you know, being around, especially our, our, our elders. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I've been seeing more and more people out with masks on again. And in yeah. fact, I just cleaned out my, my, you know, briefcase work bag. That's just stuffed full of stuff. And, um, you know, found like four masks in there <laughs> and I, I kind of hemmed and hawed. Should I just get rid of these? What should I do with this? And I thought, no, I'm going to tuck those back in there. You just never know. So, uh, I guess we just all need to be careful again this holiday season. 
Right on. Hey, we're here with State Senator Mary Kunish, and this is Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and we'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. If the statistics say that one in three Native women and one in six Native men have experienced sexual assault in their lifetime, it means our whole community is affected by sexual violence. One is too many. Don't stand by. Stand up. Don't engage in acts of sexual violence and shut down the dirty jokes, the gossip, the victim blaming and shaming. As a community, we can change the way we respond. Contact the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition to attend a workshop to learn more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Signing up for $1 bus and train rides with the Transit Assistance Program, or TAP, is quick and easy. Do it straight from your computer or phone by uploading one of the pre-approved documents listed at metrotransit.org slash TAP, along with a copy of your ID. We'll mail you a go-to card with a full year of discounted rides. For questions or translation help, call 612-373-3333. 612-373-3333. Minnesotans age 65 plus might qualify for Health Partners Minnesota Senior Health Options. The plan includes personal support, coverage for medical prescription drugs and dental, plus over 30 extra benefits. Eligibility information is available at healthpartners.com slash one plan. Health Partners is a health plan that contracts with both Medicare and the Minnesota Medical Assistance Medicaid program to provide benefits of both programs to enrollees. Enrollment in Health Partners depends on contract renewal. End-of-life decisions are not easy to make. Hi, I'm Mary T. of Mary T. Hospice Care. It's important to make sure that this difficult time is meaningful and comforting to you and your loved ones. Our hospice team provides an individualized program of physical, emotional, spiritual, and practical care so your loved one is comfortable and not in pain. At Mary T. Hospice, we understand that choosing the right hospice care provider can be overwhelming, but we're here to assist you. Learn more today at MaryTInc.com. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Native American Community Clinic on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis, honoring health and tradition. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Uh, we're here with State Senator Mary Kunish, and we're just uh, catching up here a little bit uh, about uh, my my personal health, but also uh, you know her her cool dad had the AIM card, and uh, that was so cool to see and talk about. Uh, State Senator, so what uh, what's going on with you? And uh, I think uh, we have the session is is coming up soon here. Uh, what are you guys doing to prepare for that? Well, uh, you are correct. Our legislative session begins in the middle of February. And so I have been um, um, meeting with a lot of different people who are already talking about and asking me, what am I going to do this next session? Of course, last session, we, we really knocked it out of the ballpark. I don't think we'll ever be able to uh, replicate what we did last session with the surplus dollars and um, the really uh, targeted funding, especially towards education. But I, I, I have to be honest, I, I'm not sure what I will be focusing on. I think I still sort of think like a teacher and you know how we, we present new information and curriculum and, and then we have to kind of let it percolate for a while and, and then come back and revisit it. And so um, I will, um, I'd like to see how, uh, how things went this past session and um, how those dollars that we invested in for, the, uh, for our, our students was used. Mm-hmm. If they were used to the, be- yep, I'll get you some, just a minute. I got my little <laughs> granddaughter here. She wants more Cheerios. Yeah. Um, and you know where you know where are we getting the best bang for our buck, and maybe where do we need to adjust a little bit? But we have lots of um, folks coming to us, lobbyists and organizations that would like us to, you know, consider some legislation. We need to uh, uh, work on some legislation that we did last year that needs a little bit of flexing. Yep, just a minute. 
Um, <laughs> you know, our SRO, remember that whole situation with our school resource officers? Right. We want to make it clear, you know, really clear and not so confusing to the officers um, that are, are in our schools, just, you know, what they can and cannot do and how they can do it and that sort of thing. So there's a lot of clarifying information. This is a bonding year. So that means that the, the focus will be on the infrastructure of Minnesota, bridges and highways, um, streets, uh, the University of Minnesota, you know, all of our, our state and university um, buildings. We, you know, it's our responsibility to maintain that as well. Um, the House of Representative folks would like to redo their building. It's really old and in need of some really good attention. So there'll be, a, um, I'm sure, a really um, spirited discussion around using dollars to do that. Um, but I, I'm just excited to get back um, and listen and hear from our students. We will have our, you know, one of our first hearings in the Senate uh, Education Committee. We'll be hearing from the kids again. We did that last year. We really focused on them. So we invited kids from all different ages to come in and tell us about what's going on in their schools and what they like, what they don't like, what they think we should do. And we really focused that on that last year as we um, invested those dollars. So we'll invite them to come back again and, and give us their their ideas. Um, but yeah, it'll, it'll be, I'm sure, another really exciting session. We have elections, re-elections for our House members so a lot of the rhetoric will be around elections and talking points and, and things like that. Right. Well, we uh, hopefully the Minnesota Senate or legislators won't be removing anybody like they did nationally with uh, our friend from Long Island. And uh, that happened today. So that was big news. But yeah. you're also you. <laughs> uh, you were just voted uh, as the chair as a uh, Native American uh caucus uh, that I heard. Yeah, um, a couple weeks ago, I uh, attended the National Council of Native American State Legislators. And at that, um, at that meeting, our, our then um, director, Benny Shendo, I don't know if you've ever come across him at all. Yep, we'll get you some more in a minute. Um, um, stepped down as the leader because he is now going to be um, focusing in in the uh, at the University of Colorado, um, and so I was elected uh, the chair of the National Caucus of American Indian State Legislators, and it's uh, it's quite an honor, if, you know, for me to have been um, elected by the other members that uh, attended, and we'll be working on um, on issues nationally that affect our our communities, our state, um, you know, the hot, the hot button topics that are each of our states are working on and find ways to, to work together to ensure that our Native communities are getting the resources that they're entitled to, but also that we're able to help um, sort of form and mold national policy as well when it comes to things that affect our, our Indigenous communities. Yeah, wow, congratulations. I didn't know it was national. That's that's even cooler. Yeah, it's exactly. really cool. Um right now we have 89 um uh, I think uh Alaska, Hawaiian um uh and then um of those they they're like spread out across 21 states. I mean, it would that tells me that we have some work to do around elections. We need to get more of our uh, our folks into those positions and make sure that we have the coverage that we need. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, what about um, where are the are the missing and murdered Indigenous uh, women? The license plates are those those are coming out um, after the new year, right? Yeah, those should be coming out after the new year. We're still working. Um, I think we've come down with a final design. We had, I had an original, you know, image in my mind with a, 
um, the hand, the red hand, and then a, a, a ribbon skirt, but that's kind of busy on a, a small license plate. Um, <laughs> I, and I really, really love the logo for the Missing and Murdered Indigenous Relatives Office. Right. And so it could be that we would just make it, you know, simple and distinct in that way. But yeah, after January 1st or soon after January 1st, we should we should be able to um, have access to those. Yeah, I, I happen to have a hoodie and a couple stickers. And so um, it is a great uh, logo. Is it yeah. it's supposed to stand too for both genders, right? Their logo. Yep. Yep, it's 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 all genders. Um, it, it's in, in inclusive of, you know, uh, all of our relatives because we know that the the violence against uh, Indian people is not just unique to women and girls, but our men and our boys and our two spirit communities as well. So we do want to make sure that we are acknowledging that for sure. Wow, that is really cool. Yeah, we can't wait. We'll get those on our, our cars, right, Wendy? Absolutely. Absolutely. Can't wait. Yeah, and the beauty I've... the beauty of it is that the funds for those specialty plates will go directly to the MMIR office. Um, there's a little mm-hmm. bit of money for administration uh, costs, but um, the goal is to get those dollars into that office so that they can use it for reward money, um, to help with the expenses of the office. You know, they just had that really great um, search for um, Nevea. And, right. you know, all of that costs money. And yes, the state government can allocate dollars, but we just never know exactly what we're going to need. So this would be a way to ensure that there is a steady stream of dollars and, and hopefully for a good long time. You know, this is... Uh, I don't know if any other state has created a permanent office in their state government. So uh, what we're doing is really super unique. No, I don't think there has been. And so a huge, huge, uh, wait, let me push the applause button. I like to use, I like to use that whenever I can, whenever I remember. Uh, So we got another segment with you, state Senator, and we, uh, Wendy's on here too. And we'd love to hear what you want to talk about because that's Wendy always, in between breaks, always says, ask them what they want to talk about. And so we're going to do that, especially now that Wendy's paying attention to what I'm doing here. I kind of got COVID brain here a little bit, Wen. Oh, I can't. Re- I can't. <laughs> I have not going to comment on COVID brain. Easy, easy. Well, you've had it a couple of times, Wendy, haven't you? I had it once uh, early oh. on after the first round of vaccines. Um, I had it when I was in New York, and I kind of got stuck in New York. Uh, I missed my flight, and I had to stay out there for 10 days back then. That was the uh, protocol for isolation, so I was there for 10 days. It's crazy, too. When you found out you had it, you got rid of all the food and everything, and then you took the test flying home that day, and there was nothing in the condo. Yeah. Luckily, you guys have a condo out there and you weren't, you know, stuck in a hotel or yeah. something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey. All right. Hey, it's Fun Fact Friday and fun with uh, State Senator Mary Kunish. And we're going to be right back after this short break. You're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake. I'm Claudia with Minsure, Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace. With Minsure, you can compare health plans from multiple companies and get free help from a trusted expert. Whatever health plan you choose with Minsure, it's guaranteed to cover essential benefits so you can get the care you need. See if you qualify for discounts available only through Minsure. If you need quality, comprehensive health insurance, get started now at Minsure.org. Signing up for $1 bus and train rides with the Transit Assistance Program, or TAP, is quick and easy. Do it straight from your computer or phone by uploading one of the pre-approved documents listed at metrotransit.org slash TAP 
along with a copy of your ID. We'll mail you a go-to card with a full year of discounted rides. For questions or translation help, call 612-373-3333. 612-373-3333. Hi, I'm Claudia with Minsure, Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace. With Minsure, you can compare health plans from multiple companies and get free help from a trusted expert. Whatever health plan you choose with Minsure, it's guaranteed to cover essential benefits so you can get the care you need. See if you qualify for discounts available only through Minsure. If you need quality, comprehensive health insurance, get started now at Minsure.org. Unveil the captivating world of native photography at the Minneapolis Institute of Art. Their new exhibit, In Our Hands, Native Photography 1890 to Now, turns the camera around and puts native photographers in control, featuring hundreds of photographs captured by generations of First Nations, Métis, Inuit, and Native Americans. You'll view the world through their lens, revealing the beauty and complexity of indigenous heritage. Don't miss this incredible experience. Visit In Our Hands at the Minneapolis Institute of Art, now through January 14th. For more info, visit artsmia.org. Hey, it's Tom. Since 2009, All Energy Solar has been providing solar energy solutions to customers. With fully licensed electricians and installers, you can be sure that your solar installation will go smoothly. The team at All Energy Solar understands that every customer is unique. They'll take the time to survey and understand your property to find a solar solution that works for you. One of the biggest advantages of going solar is the opportunity to take advantage of the many solar incentives available. But it can often be confusing to know what you're qualified for. All Energy Solar Professionals will help you find out what savings you can apply for and even help with your applications. This is especially important since many rebate programs have limited capacity and are first come, first serve. So it's important to have a professional on your side who will make sure you get every eligible rebate. Get a free no-obligation assessment from All Energy Solar's commercial solar specialists by calling 800-620-3370 or visit allenergysolar.com. With a look at your AM950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Tonight, cloudy with a low of 24, then Saturday, sunshine with a high of 37. Cafe Latte is unlike any restaurant you've ever experienced. Grab a tray and pick from their award-winning selections of soups, salads, sandwiches, and mouth-watering desserts. Cafe Latte, Victoria Street and Grand Avenue in St. Paul, or CafeLatte.com. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by J.S. Bean Factory off Randolph Avenue in St. Paul. Only the good stuff keeping us awake. I am awake, and that's uh, we like Steve's blend, Wendy. Yeah, we do. It's, <laughs> like, it's called like the Triple X, and it's really, really dark coffee wow definitely hey we're here it's fun fact friday coming up soon with wendy uh, are you ready wendy i believe i am awesome it seems like it's been a while since you've been on the show it has <laughs> been i'm a little rusty so. <laughs> we'll see here well i have covid brain so this will be an interesting rest of the show but thank goodness we have haley and state senator mary kunish on and uh state senator uh we got the the new flag and new design. Uh, what's your take on uh, on that? Uh, the the finalists. Well, that that has also taken a lot of my time these last couple of months. Um, that was a piece of legislation that I carried and um, had been working on it with uh, Representative Mike Freiberg and Peter Fisher in the House. Uh, we. We talked a lot about it when I was uh, serving in the House uh, a few years ago. Uh, And we've been meeting every Tuesday, uh, every Tuesday, very diligently, talking about learning about what a good flag should look like, what to avoid. Um, There there are certain uh, guidelines, uh, good vexology guidelines, um, you know, make it simple, three colors, no words, um, something that a third grader could draw from memory. And so if you've looked at uh, the finalists, I think there's six that we 
that that we they whittled it down to. And I'm not a voting member of the committee. There are 12 of our members that are are um, have the ability to vote. Um, we went through thousands, over 2,000 uh, images that were submitted. Some were submitted by kids, which was really, really cute and really Maybe. sweet. Um, some were silly. Some had, you know, a political message to the images and and all of that. But um, we came down to those, those final six. And... Um, you know, we've heard a lot of, of uh, response that people either like them or they don't like them. They feel it's way too simple. But if, you know, after months of talking about this, every single one of those uh, flags do follow the really great guidelines of, of a good flag. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, we, we, you know, we'll continue to talk about it and, and um, narrow it down. They're now available on the website to uh, for people to look at the last six and uh, make some public comments. Maybe the color should be different or there's a real big discussion about the star. What should the shape of the star be? It's amazing how many different star shapes there are out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, along with that, we are also um, going to choose a new state seal, and uh, we've narrowed that down to to just a few as well. The, there was one that um, does have the image of the loon on it. I know yeah. a lot of people are talking about loons, um, but the seal, the one that that everybody voted unanimously for the top score, because there's still a, a handful of um, other ones is uh, has the loon. It has uh, wild rice on it. It has an ever the evergreens. I mean, it has like everything other than like our blueberry muffin or <laughs> that sort of thing on it. And it's actually a, a lovely one. But there are a couple of other choices that we'll have to make for for the state seal. So hopefully by by you know early January, that decision will have been made, and we can move on to to adopting a new flag. Wendy, what's the state flag look like in New York? Do you know? I don't know to tell you the truth. I was uh, when Mary was talking about all the things on the <laughs> Sela, you know, the loon and the. I thought, well, maybe they should be a lake because it's ten thousand lakes. River. And how about there a, is oh, water. Oh, water. oh, it's water. Okay, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Then I'm thinking, and, well, how about a hot dish? <laughs> yeah. You know what? There was a flag that had an image of a hot dish on it. Oh, you're kidding. Um, I'm choking. No. There was one that had a bobber, the shape of Minnesota. Yeah. Um, that was kind of fun. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Yep. No, you can't have that, Bunny. You yeah. can't have that. Um, there, were like of, there were a lot of really good ones. It was not an easy uh, chore to to narrow it down to those just those few. Well, I like what you said about uh, uh, easy enough for a third grader to draw. I like that. That takes out a lot of them. Some of them are very cool and complicated, and I think the the easier the better. That was uh, pretty cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, there. Uh, you know, you look at the images that are on the internet of the the choices, and they might look kind of flat and sort of uninspiring. But um, there's a really cool app, and there's a couple of them. So I, I don't know which one to tell you to go to, but where you can pop a flag into into it, and then it simulates the flag moving in the wind, and then also what it looks like when it's just sort of um, flat against the, the pole, and it really makes a difference. I mean, some of them look absolutely lovely when um, when they're blowing in the in the in the wind. The the whole image is is really a little bit different. So, I would encourage folks to find that app on their computer and and download it. Yep, there are some. There you go. There's some images of the of the. Um, of the flags, there's discussion about on the, especially on the seal, putting some um, Dakota language on there because the Dakotas were the original originals. But 
Yeah, that's, I don't know if any of you have a favorite on that page. I, I kind of do, but I've been trying to keep it, um, keep it to myself. So not to, you know, influence anybody. But. Well, I wonder what the one on the bottom right, uh, uh, the last one on the right with the, looks like the, the rivers and the star. I wonder mm-hmm. how that looks mm-hmm. flowing. I like that one. Me too. Wow. That one is really lovely. And, you know, the one thing is, too, with that one is that I think people could interpret it in a few different ways. So when I looked at that the first time, I thought, oh, that's like the 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 snow swirling in or and then yeah. I thought, the oh, I, it's almost like the Aurora Borealis, you know. So there's there's different ways to interpret that. Um, I did make a suggestion of adding green to those those lines in the light blue, sort of the water. It's, mm. you know, it could be rivers, streams, the mighty Mississippi. And that's what I kind of like about that one is there's people can look at that and, you know, interpret it in a really unique way. Yeah, I agree. And it still has the North star there, which is uh, very popular. And I think one of the greatest sports teams name was the North stars that we lost in the nineties, early nineties, but that was a great sports team name. And we are the North star state. Uh, and our friend, uh, uh, State Senator, uh, our friend Kate Bean's on that board. Yes, um, Dr. Bean is on that board, and she has been a really uh, valuable uh, voice for the Dakota folks and uh, Native American in general. Did you know that it was her great-grandfather that was helped um, design one of the, the original flags? No, I didn't. She came on our show and she said that. Yeah, so it's kind of a full circle experience for her. Of course, you know, things were different back then. And I recognize that and realize that that doesn't mean we have to stick with it. But he was a non-Native gentleman who married a Native woman. And that's the the line that that Kate and her family come from. But then he remarried. Uh, and uh, I think she passed away. His first wife passed away and he remarried um, a non-Native woman, a white woman. And she wrote a poem that um, I spoke on the floor of the Senate about um, give way, give way, you know, Native. I don't know if it was, you know, to the Indians like, OK, just go away. We're taking over. Um and uh, so that woman was not Kate's uh, ancestor, but she has just been, you know, just a really valuable, she's an, you know, she runs the M Museum in downtown St. Paul and has worked for the History Center. She's just mm-hmm. a wealth of information and such a valuable member on that, on that uh, committee. Well, not only that, I think her and her sister spearheaded uh, the change of uh, Bidet McCoska, too. Yep. Yep, they true. did indeed. They did. Her and her twin sister. And then yep. uh, her one of her great-grandfathers is that famous uh, author, too, and helped start the Boy Scouts. Uh, Eastman, yeah, she comes yep. from some really incredible lineage. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Eastman, right? He did all those yep. books. and they, She did a documentary on him. I can't remember what the name of the documentary was, but that was quite a few years ago on PBS. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and we cool. have Shelly Bean on there too. So she's, of course, got that voice of reason when it comes to some of the suggestions, and mm-hmm. it's it's a really good uh, mix of of folks that really wanted to be there and felt like they had something to contribute, and not just there to, um, you know, get in the way or or be a, a negative voice but um yeah it's a it's a it's a good group and we've been having some really really good discussion well that's so cool that i know uh that you uh, when you were in the house was working on the change of this i that is Mm -hmm. so i forgot all about that and of course having kate bean on and and shelly were talking about that because they're they wanted more uh native uh designs to be brought on they were on the show talking about that and uh yeah. Jeez, that's we know we know royalty here, Wendy. <laughs> and you know, this isn't this isn't like a new idea. It's not just something that we've come up with in the last few years. Um, it's been, you know, 
a kind of a continual dribble of suggestion for decades. And it's not just the Democrats that have been bringing it forward, but mm -hmm. there was a real movement by uh, Republican legislators maybe about 15, 20 years ago uh, to do this. So I don't know, the stars just sort of aligned and um, this was the perfect time to do this. So I'm very, very excited to be a part of it and excited for the new changes that are going to come from Minnesota. Wow. Well, great way to end it. Another thing, too, our friend uh, Dr. Hackett uh, noticed, too, that you have a baby on the stairs, so you might want to be careful about that. They don't, they don't bounce that well at that age. Oh, wow. They do bounce very oh, well. It's orange that do not bounce. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, these girls are climbers like you can't believe. I don't know that I've had a single one of them fall down those stairs. So, But thank you for the the um, suggestion in the warning. Right on. Hey, thank you, State Senator Mary Kunish. Uh, have a great week and keep on being positive and doing all these great things for the state of Minnesota. For sure. Wopila. All right. Hey, up next, Wendy, our sacred animals section, um, Fun Fact Friday. Yeah, let's do it. It returns. You're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake and we'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's, Let's live and, and let, let howl. howl. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Signing up for $1 bus and train rides with the Transit Assistance Program, or TAP, is quick and easy. Do it straight from your computer or phone by uploading one of the pre-approved documents listed at metrotransit.org slash TAP, along with a copy of your ID. We'll mail you a go-to card with a full year of discounted rides. For questions or translation help, call 612-373-3333. 612-373-3333. Explore a world of stories, discussions, and camaraderie at Next Chapter Booksellers. They have a variety of genre-specific book clubs that meet monthly, including clubs for romance lovers, sci-fi, and manga. If your own book club needs suggestions, Next Chapter Booksellers can help you find the right book for any topic. Plus, for the little ones, Next Chapter Booksellers has children's story time every Saturday. Check nextchapterbooksellers.com for details about all of their clubs. That's the independently owned Next Chapter Booksellers off Snelling and Grand in St. Paul. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. How? How? One more time, Wendy. How? I'm so uh, out of it here. I had yeah. your mic muted. I'm sorry about that. I know. That. That's okay. Hey, you know, I, I'm going to guess what time of year it is, you two. What time of year it is? Yeah. Winter. Oh, close. Don't get And what about you, Haley? Do you have a guess? Uh, time for the Vikings to lose another game. Easy. We have the, our, our, our fans in uh, Wisconsin love to hear that talk. You got to keep it low. Cro low I, I'm low, a Vikings low. fan. Myself. Hey, it's uh, time to sign up for Mincher, Haley, and tell our uh, little audience here about that. 
Yes. So I know navigating health insurance can be a really tricky and confusing thing. But uh, luckily in Minnesota here, we have Minsure and uh, they make it easier. Um, They connect you with local experts to guide you through the entire process. And every plan through Minsure offers essential health benefits. So if you do not have your health insurance going into the new year, please head over to Minsure.org and they will help you find the best plan for you. And if you don't remember that, Google it, uh, Mincher, and uh, that's awesome. They've been doing great work for quite a few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, it's that time of uh, week, Wendy. Yeah. I'm out of it. I'm going to let you take over the show, but I want to introduce my awesome and beautiful wife, Wendy. Wendy's been an animal advocate for many, many years, and she's the founder of uh, Native Roots Radio in the last seven years, going on our eighth year. So uh <laughs> That's partially your fault, too. Welcome. Hey, everybody. My name is Hanaji Hihani. That means cares for them. I was given that name by my Dega Curtis. Curtis goes by Mashke Hanajinga, which means walks on white clouds. I'm a humane policy volunteer leader for the Humane Society of the United States. And I work on animal issues at the local and state level. And it's always my pleasure to do that. So fun fact Friday. I'm going to be. Yeah. Woo. I'm going to be talking about our little dog, Wanda, here. She's sitting next to me. She's 12 years old. We've had her for seven years. She is a rescue. She's a little Shih Tzu. She's around nine pounds, and she's full of sass, Mm -hmm. and she's very excitable. And uh, she, I'm training her now. I've been working with her for the past five days. So Wanda is very, very excitable. Like if anybody comes to the house, she's very excitable. She, you know, barks, 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 barks. She's crazy. If she sees another dog while we're walking, she goes ballistic, (laughs) especially if the dog is pretty close. Um, We've just gotten to the point. So I so. I know it's, we've had it for seven years, and I've been really lazy, and I don't have I I, I didn't have patience. Like oh. it takes a lot of patience to train a dog, and I was just like, well, she's you know she's old, she you know she's never going to learn this. Mm. If she barks at other dogs, that's fine. I'll just cross the street, you know, whatever. But I really want to get her to the point where she's feeling more comfortable because. That's not really bad behavior on her part. Something's happening to her. She's feeling scared. She's insecure. She's nervous. Like something's happening. So I want to help her feel more confident. So I looked up and I watched, I can't even tell you how many videos on how to train a reactive dog. So Wanda is reactive. So I found this one guy who I really liked his uh, approach. He has an English accent, and I like that too. (laughs) (laughs) And he was really super kind and gentle with the dog. So that I really like too because I want to have, you know, positive reinforcement. Uh, A couple of other trainers were a little bit more harsh, and I don't want to do that at all to Wanda. So we just started training with treats. Um, he also trains his dog too with, with treats and also like a pull toy. So he'll offer that to the dog too. So what we're doing is, uh, first he wants us, he wants me to be able to walk Wanda and then at a moment's notice, just say to her, uh, Wanda come sit and have the dog listen and come sit. And and do that first. So that's the first thing. You want your dog to, you know, come to you. Mm-hmm. The one thing I really liked what he said was every time your dog comes and sits and looks at you, the dog should expect something good to happen. So mm-hmm. a treat, a pull toy, a good word, a pat on the song, head, a song, a song yeah. whatever, something good. So your dog's going to expect something good. So we worked on that in the house, just like without the leash, just like kind of her following me with the treat because she's very food motivated. So that's a good thing. And that's really a plus. If you have a dog that's food motivated, this will work even easier. Um, So I want her to follow me around and have eye contact with me. And when I tell her to sit, I want her to sit and be still. Mm -hmm. And then I give her the treat. And she's done great at that. She's done great at that. So now we're going outside and we're going to see how she does 
with out real on dogs. the road <laughs> with, with real, real dogs. dogs, right? So what I'm doing first is as as we're walking, just randomly here and there, I'm just calling her name and asking her to come to me, sit, and I give her a treat. So we're uh-huh. just doing that. We do that over and over again till the, till she just does that, right? So mm-hmm. then when she sees another dog, I want her to associate seeing another dog again with a good happy experience. So when she sees the other dog before and this is my fault, I have to get her before she goes ballistic. <laughs> as soon as she gets like feeling a little I could tell when she's getting a little like, you know, jumpy, call her have her come over and get, get a treat. So I've been doing that over and over when she sees the dog. Okay, Wanda, come. Come sit. And I give her a treat. I'm telling you, today's the fifth day. Mm. I'm walking her. She saw a dog across the street. And before I did anything, she came and she sat in front of me. No. Oh. Yes. Good girl, Wanda. She's so smart. She's so smart. The problem is I have to keep getting closer and closer to that other dog. She has um, – she kind of has like a barrier. I don't know how close that dog can get. And I think it's just repetition and going and doing this over feet. and over. Well, across the street, she does really well. Mm-hmm. If it's anything closer than across the street, she kind of still is getting – that's about 30 Rim. yards. Yeah. So we have to get closer and closer and just keep practicing. But she's doing really great. And I couldn't believe it. I wanted to cry when she did that today. <laughs> I mean, really, she's really super, super smart. So I'll keep working on her. You know, I, we want to take her to New York. That's 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 really what got me motivated to do this. Wow. Because there are so many dogs there. And there's people all over walking their dogs. And, you know, it's more crowded and just more people. So I just want her uh, to be, you know, she doesn't have to be a hundred percent. I just want her to feel better and and do better, mm-hmm. so that she's not going ballistic. But um, yeah, so I have a couple of fun facts here. Hey, that was a fun fact and fun story. Thanks, yeah, Wendy. yeah, that's, thanks. That's, I'm going to keep working on it, and hopefully, um, I you remember know, she'll just keep getting better and better. I remember when you uh, worked a night shift years and years ago when we first uh, got Mickey and. Yeah. Uh, I came home and you were still in your robe and your hair was all messed up. And you said, I, Mickey goes bang, bang now. And that was like the house was dirty. There's dishes in the sink. But <laughs> Laundry was piled up with the dog. <laughs> if I made a, a finger that's, you know, like a gun and I said bang, bang to him, I taught him to to like drop dead. <laughs> and it was the cutest thing. I did that um, on the couch. So Mickey was a little chihuahua. So I'd get him on the couch and, um, at, you know, I would say, okay, Mickey, bang, bang. And I push him over. Yeah. I push him over and I give him a treat. And at first he was like looking at me like, what the heck is he this doing? This was a chihuahua. Pushing this me. chihuahua would have jumped at you if you yeah, didn't look at him Yeah, but I did it. Way. I'm telling you, he learned so fast. I did <laughs> it like, I did it like, ten, I did like 10 times and he did it on call. He, he didn't even need to treat. He was very food made, motivated, motivated just like me. Yeah. Hey, Wendy, <laughs> we don't have time for fun facts. Let's yeah, that's save it okay. Up. I'm Great. saving it up. I got lots of good stuff. Right on hey great show today thanks for coming on Haley sure. great work as producer and running the show as always thanks to state senator Mary Kunish we're still here we are the seventh generation free Leonard Peltier now now <laughs>